This is Mongolian Boots from Tamir Hargana. Tamir, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It's a great honor to be here. Tell us about this song we just heard, Mongolian Boots. Yep, there's a band called Tuvrugan Band, and uh, the, the Mongolian boot is really, because we really, uh, we, we really like, the Mongolian boot is really important in our life, you know, because the area is tough. We have to have, a, we have so many different boots. From the boot, you can see like, Oh, which uh, which area he is coming from? Uh, like what kind of music or culture he has in a, in a different region? So this one is Mongolian boot. It's, it's actually from uh, like my tribe, in my hometown. So tell us about your life growing up in Mongolia. So uh, I pretty much grew up in a grassland, like uh, 
my families are traditionally herding, herding sheep and herding horses. Uh, because my parents are also musicians, they're singers, they have to like touring around. I pretty much uh, grew up with a lot of my uh, grandparents. And, and uh, that's why I said, I think I started to, uh, because of my parents also a musician. So I started to like uh, learning music from their coworker, or and I, I think I got influenced by their uh, music. And that's how I started uh, learning music. And uh, also that my music route is basically uh, because of grassland, it's all uh, about imitation of the surrounding area. And uh, that's why I, I started learning throat singing and horse fiddle and this uh, traditional Mongolia instrument. It's interesting that you, that you should say that because I tend to think of the singing as sounding very shamanic. Another thing that I think of when I think of Mongolia, besides the singing and the, the shamanic nature of that singing, is warriors. Uh, the Mongolian music definitely have some uh, connection with the shamanic and also the feeling because our traditional religion is also shamanism and because it comes from your worship for nature, you know, because we really believe the mountains and grassland is our true God and things like that. So we always like really like worship for natures. I think that's why a lot of music is pretty connecting with the nature and also that's why I feel like really shamanism. So there's a for the warrior, yeah, there's a lot of songs and something it feels like a kind of like for the warrior sound or, or the sound is similar to like warriors. But actually there's a not many songs or like music is about warriors actually. <laughs> Do you remember your grandparents using herbal medicine, teas, and that sort of thing? They smoke tobacco sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but, herbal yeah. medicine sorts. Yeah, but the for in terms of for the or spiritual feeling, the the thing itself has a spiritual feeling already. Like when you do the sound, like it's it's so calm and you can do a longer time, and it make you like can meditate or anything like can you. That much long. Have you ever tried to meditate with throat singing? Or I've actually attempted throat singing many times. Yeah, That's I awesome. think I can get some of the resonance, but not the circular breathing. So, can you talk about the mind, body, spiritual philosophy behind the singing itself, and how the music has been traditionally used? Yeah, so the throat singing basically just like the, the, the you know the Mongolian people. Are uh, nomad tribe, you know, we have a lot of live herding sheep or horses. So when people start, they have they can make so to try to just imitate the animal, such as the you know the basic one we call shaha, which is like a uh, basically you just imitate the sheep. Like a little bit of sound, uh, uh, the sound will be like this. So this is a basic, like kind of like you imitate the sheep sound. Or like there's also like, you know, you can imitate the camel after losing her calf or the cow sound. It'll be like, oh, so this is a kind of like people started like imitating the surrounding area and nature. And then people you know, de develop the different sound, like such as imitation of the river or imitation of sky. And that's uh, how it started. I'm wondering then, does it go beyond imitation to actually connect? Yeah, totally. There's a. Interesting example, like when you do the lower, what you call harigira, the, the one I just demonstrated for the imitation of the cow. If you sing it for the cow, like usually, like, literally, they will, all the cows will come for you and just try to listen. And if, I find that really interesting. It feels like maybe that's their language or something. And there's a, a lot of animal can listen sound. Is, they find interesting. They will look at you and so on. Do you have any memories of being a kid and feeling like you were talking with them? Yeah, I mean, I always had like uh, talking because I live with so many sheep. And I, when I was a kid, I often go for herding sheep and uh, follow them. I mainly usually spend all day with them. And, and I, of course, I've talked to them all the time. I mean, I, I feel like I, they understand me. 
Do you have siblings? I don't have siblings. I'm a only child. I usually like the Mongolian has many many kids, but I'm the special. I only I'm the only child because I think because of my parents are musician, they didn't have time for like another kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. So did you ever think of any other career, or was it always music? I mean, I I think I thought a lot of career before I was good, but when I started to doing, I just uh just keep going with this one because uh. Somehow, I think I got find the really good uh, good energy from this one. And when did you know that you wanted to study in America? That was like 2012. I was here oh. touring with my traditional band called Zamp. It's a Mongolian band, traditional music band. And at that time, I started to, uh, when I was touring in uh, America, we were touring New York and Kentucky and those areas. I found really interesting people here playing jazz, blues, and they play like, improvising stuff. And I find it really, really interesting. I, I want to learn this. That's why I decided to just come here to learn it and then just try it out. And that time I don't even speak English. <laughs> because you don't speak the language, it was hard to like communicate people. You don't understand what's going on. But after a couple months, I feel better. I understand. It. And then I find like audience who are interested in a you know, traditional Mongolian music. You break the limitation. Here, I, I'm, I feel like more free to do anything I want. One of the things I noticed about listening to some of the music is you do mix your genres. Like some of your songs sound kind of bluesy. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So just like I said, I was playing a lot of different traditional Mongolian music at first. And then when I was here, I find like so many different interesting music genre. But when I like presenting like really traditional traditional Mongolian music, but actually it's so hard for like any different audience from different region or different country to really like, uh, really like deep into diving to enjoy it. So that's why I started thinking, oh, maybe if I like kind of mixing with uh, blues and Mongolian music, maybe audience here will be more more like it. And that's why I tried a different like a mixing with blues or like playing with different bluegrass or jazz or any different fusion. I think that way like people can appreciate like when you grow up you was listening to that music and uh, if I added the Mongolian element it, and people think oh what is this and uh, I want to learn this I think this way I can promote my music and my, my culture here and also I love the genres and mixing stuff I really love so many different fusions and <laughs> new styles that's one of the really neat things about living in this modern age is that we get to kind of weave all these different kinds of genres and creativity together. And I think it really takes everything to a new level. And that doesn't mean that there's not something wonderful and amazing about these pure forms of music from traditional cultures, but it's also brings everybody together, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, totally. Yeah, so um, you're going to be performing this Saturday. Is it at 9 p.m. alongside Salyu Suso with Phoebe Legere as the MC as part of the Festival of Possibilities brought to us by the Foundation for New American Art? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what are you going to be doing and how did you get involved with the festival? I bring a lot of different uh, traditional Mongolian instruments as I would say, some loop and a uh, I basically I was playing as a different region, traditional Mongolia and Tuvans routine. Also have uh, some fusion, uh, modern music genre with them. And uh, I, how did I know? Uh, how did I involved in this? Because I have a friend called uh, Andrew. He was a he was a research, researcher in a it's in a United States. He does research about Mongolian music, and we met in conferences. And and he he introduced me to Feobi. and then he has a festival, and it was great. And uh, I really enjoyed their style and their festival styles that's why we just started working this is going to be my first time in this festival i'm, I'm really excited 
That's wonderful. Wonderful. And also on Sunday, you're teaching a free class at 2 p.m. And so far, there's still a little room to sign up. It's a throat singing workshop and it's next to the people's bus. So that's going to be fun. Yes. Yes. Any any people welcome because they really like, uh, I mean, throat singing sounds maybe like for some people, it sounds like hard, like maybe everybody actually can learn it. And even some some people can make the sound in like 20 minutes or 10 minutes. We're going to do some, you know, uh, I will demonstrate different sound and different nature sound. Also, we're going to try to learn singing too. I hope everyone, everyone can have some idea to how to sing. <laughs> you really believe that, that there's, that everybody could learn how to do it? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's wonderful. Totally. Oh, I, I, I need to go to the class. Very cool. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So thank you yeah. so much, Tamir Hargana, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Healing Wisdom at Outermost Radio. All of our shows are podcasts at WOMR.org. Also check out HealingWisdomRadioShow.com and contact me at Pandora at WOMR.org. 